Thank you for joining us around the fire. For more information or to make a donation, please visit randomactnetwork.com. Now, want to hear a scary story? The Taylor's home was a split level on a quiet street, and Laura spent most of her time downstairs. The main area consisted of the family room with a large box TV and the seating area, with one side offering a hallway to her bedroom and the laundry room, and the other consisting almost entirely of glass windows. The view was mostly of the trees leading into a forest preserve, and she loved the way the light filled the room during the day. She only wished they'd gotten around to putting up blinds for the nighttime. Laura wasn't one to scare easily, but there was always a noticeable shift when the daylight disappeared and the glass windows became a black wall. Even the dim light of a lamp and the TV's glow were enough to obscure the view on the other side. But she'd gotten used to it over time, and occasionally she was able to sneak out through the sliding doors without her parents noticing. At least, they never said anything if they had. It was a stormy night, and Laura was drinking popcorn from the bag while her family attended some event without her. She watched a terribly edited broadcast of an old horror movie and enjoyed the sounds of the rain. Just in case the power went out, she lit a candle next to her and pulled the corded phone from the wall to the side table. She began to drift to sleep, and turned off the small lamp before sinking deep into her favorite chair. Just before she'd let her eyelids fall completely, lightning struck and the yard was filled with light. Laura froze in terror as the thunder followed, but it wasn't the low rumble that gave her chills. Now she looked again to the black wall of glass before her. But moments ago, she swore she saw someone there. She began to reach for the phone, but strained her eyes again on the spot outside. She hated the thought that she was on full display for whatever could be out there, but still she leaned forward, squinting, focusing, waiting for any noticeable movement. A fresh bolt of lightning hit close, and this time there was no mistake. A tall, hooded man stood directly on the other side of the glass. A stained ski mask on his face, in his hands... He held a long, dirty butcher knife. Laura screamed and dove under the blanket. She knew the doors were locked, but was he going to break in? Staying covered, she reached outside of the covers for the phone and dialed 911. She whispered that a man was watching her from the backyard and that she was too scared to move. The dispatcher sent a car immediately and said the best thing to do was stay where she was. After a few moments, the woman on the line asked Laura if she could check if the man was still there. She didn't want to leave the safety of the blanket, but the dispatcher promised the police were close and she needed to give them an update. Crying, Laura lowered the blanket once again. She had to wait for lightning to strike, she whispered. They sat, each listening to the other's shallow breaths as they waited on the storm. Maybe it was just a prank? the dispatcher suggested. Was there a neighbor kid nearby? There was probably nothing to worry about. But the latest flash of lightning revealed the man once again, and Laura yelped in terror. 
As she pulled the blanket back over herself, the phone cord tangled with the candle, knocking it to the floor. Wax splattered everywhere and the flame went out. She remembered the remote cradled next to her in the chair and subtly slid her hand outside of the blanket, pressing the power button. The television fell silent and the room was pitch black. Now they were on even ground. Slowly, she lowered the blanket from her hairline, past her eyebrows, stopping at her nose. Now the entire yard was clear enough to see and without a doubt, there was nobody there. As she noticed the first flicker of red and blue lights on the leaves, she felt a tinge of embarrassment. Had she fallen asleep? Had there been a man outside at all? There were voices along the side of the house, followed by flashlights zigzagging on the grass, and Laura finally let the blanket fall as two police officers came into view. They shined their lights around, saying something into their radio, then through the windows, finding Laura. One officer spoke into the radio as Laura thanked the dispatcher and hung up. But before she could stand, lightning filled the skies once again, illuminating both the officer's terrified face and the man's horrifying reflection in the glass from where he stood directly behind her chair. The officer's patrol car peeled out of the driveway as they rounded the corner at the front of the house. The man had gotten away, at least for now. Laura remained in her favorite chair, under her blanket, a long, deep gash across her throat. The Man in the Window, told by Terry Lynn Hudson.